Welcome. You're listening to Her Breathing Journal with Natasha Gombanjara. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to a brand new week on Her Breathing Journal with me, your host, Natasha Danelle Gambangera. And last week, we were discussing about COVID-19, specifically targeting the class of 2020. And I received awesome feedback from you. So thank you so much. And I'll be reading some of the messages that you sent in. And for this week, we're talking about financial literacy, which is one of the most crucial topics that we should always talk about, even on a day-to-day basis. And I'm basing this topic because I came across a post on Facebook, which was also viral on WhatsApp. It was by a certain journalist that a few Zimbabweans we are quite familiar with. And I decided to talk about financial literacy. So stay tuned. Like I said, um, last week there was a buzz on Facebook concerning financial literacy, which I then decided to be this week's topic. So I was sent a a Facebook post from a journalist named Hopo Chingono, and I'm sure that many of you know him already. So he was posting a post which went viral on WhatsApp dating back to 2018 about a letter from his bank, which was Barclays back then. And he was talking about how parents should mentor their children or kids to become financially literate so on this post he says this it is my personal story about understanding money and investment it is a letter that i received from barclays bank offering me 1 million zimbabwean dollars of a draft facility three years back in 2001 i had bought a property in corn valley for 4.5 million zimbabwean dollars which was then equivalent to 60,000 united states dollars Two years ago, in 2016, the real estate agent who sold the house to me in 2001, called June, valued the same property at 550,000 US dollars. I'm not sure how much it is worth now, so I'm tempted to ask her to do yet another valuation of the property. I mean, wow. Just before 2013, June came to see me with a Lebanese businessman who offered to rent the property for 4.5 thousand US dollars per month, which was an annual income of 48 thousand United States dollars. But here's the story now. In 2001, I could have chosen to buy a brand new Mercedes-Benz E-Class and it would have cost me 60 thousand dollars, the same amount that it cost me to buy my home then. Hmm, okay. The same day, The same car today will be sold here in Harare for a mere $500. Oh, that's that's bad. If one is lucky or even less if you are unfortunate, that would be a terrible loss. I was talking to my old chap and Facebook friend, Roger Stringer, and he told me that he's still driving a 1990 Honda Civic. It takes him anywhere, everywhere that any other expensive car can take their owner's drivers to. I always talk about political illiteracy in my blog articles. Our major downfall is financial illiteracy, illiteracy, lack of restraint and failing to have a sensible hierarchy of needs. 
We have a terrible relationship with money and when we don't do well in life, we start justifying our financial failures and omissions by assuming that the ones who have done well are doing something other illegal um, things on the side, which is really true. You know, every time we see someone successful, we always think of the bad things, illegal things, criminal activities, which is really bad thinking towards anyone if you don't really know what's happening in their in their lives. You know, have a background check first. Probably there's someone who knows how to manage the finances as well. So please stop judging until you know. The legendary radio broadcaster John Matinda was a victim of such petty put-downs and jealousies in the UK when I was in university in the 90s. When I was 26 and still living in London, my mentor Dr. Tendai Maboreke, who is now one-third of the trio that runs Lancet Laboratories in Harare, which is one of the best laboratories in Harare by the way, stopped me from buying an almost brand new Toyota Supra. Doctor asked me if I had a house anywhere in the world and we had a heated argument whilst having drinks. That actually resulted in me capitulating. He sort of forced me not to buy the car and I ended up using the money as deposit for a flat in London. I mean, thank you doctor for doing this. (laughs) The flat was worth £38,000 at the time and today, wait for this. Today, it is valued at £420,000. I mean, this doctor was, was heaven sent, I mean. Um, so, we, so we must teach our kids. Teach kids, um, teach children at a very young age on how important it is to save up money and not only save up, but what you do with the money after saving up and also how to invest and what investing really means because we all understand what invest means, but do we really know how to invest? Do we really know what comes with investing? Do we really know what you have to do when you're investing and things to look out for, things not to do, things um, to be mindful of, you know. So I guess it's quite broad and it's something that should be in us already as we're growing up. Um, He urges parents to always start teaching their children this at a very young age. So my question to you is, is he talking sense? Do you think this is exactly what's happening? Have you been in such a similar um, situation? Or do you see someone who could use this post to change their lives? Or what tips do you have? Just let me know what you think. Remember, you can always send or leave a message right on this platform. Um, Also, you can get in touch with me on my Instagram, which is her underscore um breathing on school journal you can find the links just click on them and they will lead you right to where i am and let's talk about it so guys catch you in the next segment
Right, so that was a very interesting um, post over there. So now I'm going to give you five things that you should do every payday. So first of all, you should pay yourself first, okay? So maybe you might think this doesn't make sense, but paying yourself first ensures that you're putting money towards your future, not into somebody else's pocket. So if you choose to pay your bills or debts off first, you might be left with a sum of money that you think is not enough for you to live off and put towards savings. I guess that makes sense now, right? Um, how much money you put into your savings differs from person to person, of course, depending on how much you are making. So financial experts advise putting between 5 to 20% of your income into a separate savings account. If, however, you are currently in a position where even 5% seems like a lot, you can always start with 2% until you get to that um get used to that being taken out of your account maybe bi-weekly or monthly and then slowly raise that percentage to a, a better um percentage number two is go grocery shopping this is one of the most important things i learned this even from high school and um we all know that preparing food at home is way cheaper than takeouts, right? Because, well, you know. But while it might seem like getting a breakfast sandwich and coffee doesn't cost much, you could make up a, a, maybe a multiple um, sandwiches and coffees at home for that same amount. In the long run, buying groceries and making your own food is going to add up and save you a lot of money. So here are a few tips if you want to um, not spend too much because I do know that there's some people out there, I do that sometimes, but there's some people out there they go grocery shopping without a list, which is very dangerous. You end up buying what you don't need. That's tip number one. Tip number two, do not shop on an empty stomach. You end up buying more than you need. This is really real, guys. Also, make your meal plan so that you know what you'll be cooking. Make a list, like I said before. And only buy what is on your list. You can find on Google or whatever how to make an affordable, good meal plan. Also, stick to whole foods and avoid processed junk food because they are more friendly to your wallet. Try to also have a few meatless days. It's not only healthy, but it also helps your pocket and your savings account, of course. If you have coupons, please use them on purchases you know you're going to need. Do not let coupons pile up in your bedroom, in your kitchen, and then go to waste. It's really a waste. When you try to calculate how much you lost, you're going to be hurt, you know. And also brand names on foods only mean you'll be paying more money. For example, sausages, you might want to buy Garfunkel's um, sausages over a brand name that you don't know, but probably they taste the same. Why not just go for the cheaper one? Because a bigger brand name, a, a famous brand name means the price is actually higher, right? And also you can try to buy in bulk, which is always the best thing. I remember back um, when I was still staying with my mom and dad, they used to buy groceries in bulk and I never understood why. I thought they were wasting money. But now when I actually became um, my own person, I was like, oh, now it makes sense. You know, you don't have to worry about every month trying to get this and that. You already know that, oh, I stocked up on that already. Also, number three, take out your fun money. Yeah, this is very crucial. After you've paid yourself and gotten groceries and all that, it's now time to budget for your fun money. Um, sometimes I'm the type of person who spends more money when, um, when I'm carrying cash. 
So something about actually seeing the money disappearing from my wallet makes me think twice about spending it. So in, in my case, I usually take cash out of my bank account and put in an envelope. I know that this money, I am allowing myself to spend that, mon- that month on clothes, dinners, and drinks. So if you're someone who spends cash faster than the money on your card, do the same thing, except instead of putting your fund money in an envelope, put it in a separate bank account. The key here though is to only, 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 only use the money you have allocated yourself and to not go back to your main account for more. Stay away, stay, stay, stay away. Number four, if you're someone who drives, fill up your car. Always fill up your car on payday. Do not wait for any other day. It's the easiest way of doing something for yourself that you're going to have to do later anyway because you you are going to want to go somewhere. You're going to want to start that car. You're going to want to travel there and here. So why not just get over with it? Just fill up the car and get over and done with before you spend off that money on silly things, you know. And then also for number five, which is our last tip, is pay your bills and debts. Yes, this is one of the most drowning factors when it comes to finances. After you're done using your money for your own benefits, it will be time to start paying off those debts and paying your bills. I do understand and it's actually quite normal that sometimes um, you run out of money and you have to ask your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you have to ask your mom, your dad, your sister, your aunt, your uncle for some extra money. After you've done about four of these tips go ahead and return the money that you borrowed you know because you don't want to be thinking oh yeah yeah yeah, i forgot to return that hundred years dollars to this and that because they're gonna come back to you start asking you and probably you don't have enough money anymore it's not gonna be good for your relationship with that person it's not gonna be good for your pocket because it's gonna keep piling up every month you're gonna be having that same debt over there right and who knows what if that person asks for interest it means more money coming out of your uh, of your pocket so it's better to just get done with your bills and debts so anyways guys this is what we had for around us within us where we're talking about financial literacy so do let me know do you have any other tips for other people out there what are your own personal tips on how you save your money on payday what do you do on your payday do let me know again my instagram handle is her underscore breathing underscore journal and you can also get in touch here right here on this platform you can leave a voice message as well let me know how you do it okay so catch you in the next segment For our guest this week, we have Major Chipato, who happens to be a medical um, student in China, but at the same time, she's an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, and she is also a philanthropist. And I'm going to be um, having you guys listen to the interview that I had with her um, earlier this week. She's quite a busy woman, so you know, 
I'm really happy that I had the opportunity to talk to her. Though we are friends, she is quite, you know, that kind of businesswoman, you know. But she's such a lovely soul. She's a beautiful, beautiful soul. And um, we also be discussing about financial literacy. As she's a businesswoman, I wanted you guys to get to know some of the tips that she has towards fighting off this um, thing we call financial illiteracy and also how she manages to um, keep up with the finances and savings as she is a businesswoman who ventures into a lot so yes so please um, sit back and relax and let's get to hear what MJ has to say Okay, guys, so now I'll be joined by MJ and she's going to introduce to us and let us know more about herself and her um, businesses. Hi, MJ. How are you doing? Hi, Natasha. I'm fine. And you? I'm doing great. Um, I've known you for quite a while now, but I, want, I would want you to let um, people out there know who you are. So could you introduce yourself, please? Uh, okay, first of all, thanks for inviting me uh, to your show. Uh, my name is Major Rich Pacho. Um, shortly, they, they call me MJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm a businesswoman, an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I am a microbiologist, and currently I'm studying medicine i'm in my final year oh cool how does that feel well <laughs> it feels great right i uh i feel stressed because there's just so so much mm-hmm. to do in the final year yeah i can imagine i can imagine all right so um mj um i bought your shoes you have a brand brand Majory. that's um a shoe brand and they are lovely like when i bought them and um i went out the other day for dinner and everyone was just looking at me like i was i don't know it was just too much can you tell the listeners more about your brand and how you started it it's really amazing oh thanks so much uh well how I started my my brand is actually funny. Um, I am a I am an addict for shoes and <laughs> handbags. <laughs> I literally on I don't know like if I'm to calculate uh, if I'm to count uh, all the shoes and handbags that I have. For example, shoes. Mm-hmm. I think I can reach up to eighty pairs of shoes. What do you mean right I'm, now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. And also, when I was growing up, I always wanted to have something mm. uh, to my name. I always wanted to to have a brand. And uh, I'm Zimbabwean, by the way. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. looking in 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 the Zimbabwean industry, there we have very few Zimbabwean-owned uh, brands. True, uh, true. And that's how I decided and. Um, I decided to have a brand for women's shoes uh, called Brand Majory. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, guys, um, she also has quite a huge following. She's quite the influencer. If you head over to her um, Instagram page, which I'm going to tag here, and um, you'll find out that she's really fashionable. She's quite the influencer, you know, like even oh, Zim Celebs. <laughs> Zim Celebs is always posting, Zim Queen's not sorry. 
queens of china like she's everywhere and if you need someone to help you with your wardrobe i mean with your fashion styling this is the person to go sometimes i always copy some you know some <laughs> ideas from her all right okay so besides brand majory um i also know that you um the founder of a certain organization could you tell us more about that oh yes um i'm the founder of patience of, of hope foundation mm -hmm. uh it is basically a a non-profit organization or foundation uh, whose aim is to pay school fees for underprivileged children yeah that's amazing that's in zimbabwe yes yes it's yeah it's in zimbabwe that's great yes. mm -hmm. so um so far what have you done so far um with your organization in zimbabwe wow uh so far my team and i uh, mm -hmm. we have managed to pay school fees for up to 100 students wow not only that uh now during this pandemic uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, mm -hmm. we have also managed to cater for food and mm -hmm. face masks for a couple of families back home. That's really wonderful. God bless you for that, really. Um, so what, what inspired this organization? I mean, you are a medical student and that's already a lot on your plate and you have brands, you have MJ Hair, MJ Hair, MJ Fashions, you have Brand Medjury, now you have the organization. What inspired you to also start an organization like this? Uh, okay, wow. Like for me, growing up as a kid, I didn't have uh, quite a comfortable mm -hmm. life. Like the mm -hmm. first, the first part of my primary school, I actually studied in the rural areas. I see. And um, it was really hard. My parents at that time they were having problems, and mm -hmm. they couldn't quite afford to pay school fees for the three of us like me and my siblings mm -hmm. so sometimes uh we ended up not going to school mm -hmm. uh, i was a bright kid kid when i was growing one up. can tell <laughs> <laughs> uh but because of that we ended up staying at home mm -hmm. yeah so it's one's the reason that i just told myself that when i grow up whenever i can whenever i can i have to do something i have to also uh, give, give back. Uh, mm -hmm. a platform for children where the situation the same uh situation like mine back then so this is one of the reasons why i decided to start this foundation yeah that's amazing that's really amazing okay so um for our topic today, we're talking about financial planning, financial literacy. You are yourself a, a businesswoman who has a lot going on. You sell a lot of things. You have your own brand. And you also have um, a, an organization and you are the founder. So um, how do you manage your finances? Did you have someone to mentor you or you just plan on your own? Uh, okay. Um what i can say is that most of the finances like concerning the foundation mm -hmm. of course me and my my team and i we do these finances together mm -hmm. uh we have uh we are a team uh consisting of a manager and the other team mm -hmm. teammates yeah uh, but for the found for the clothing 
for the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I literally manage the finances on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, you know, about finances. I just had to teach myself uh, learning from YouTube, mm-hmm. reading books, mm-hmm. reading books about finances Great. and all. So that's how I... I started learning about this, yeah. Yeah, that's a great thing there, reading books. I mean, these days we have books from Jack Ma, we have books from the Facebook um, owner, Mark Zuckerberg. So I think that's a great way to even teach yourself to be financially um, able to plan your finances. Okay, so um, what are your last words to someone out there who wants to start a business, someone who has had the same experiences for you? What advice do you have for them? Okay, uh, what I can say is start with what you have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You find that uh, most of the time people, when people ask me, MJ, I want to also start a business like you, but mm-hmm. I don't have money, I don't have enough exactly. money, I don't exactly. have capital. But the thing is, uh, you can never have enough money to start right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just have to start with what you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, like you have to study about the product that yes, you want yes. to sell this. True, uh, true. The, and also the audience, what is your target audience? Mm-hmm. That you, yeah. And also um, communication mm-hmm. in business. Communication is very important. And also be honest. Yeah, be that's honest true. Thank if you there are delays mm-hmm. in, in delivering the goods or if anything happens, make sure that you, you are honest with your customer and consistent, yes. you know, yeah, yeah. Because true. when you are starting the business, you find that uh, maybe no one is buying, mm-hmm. and then you try <laughs> yeah, to quit. No but yeah, so it's, mm-hmm. it's very easy to give up. But mm-hmm. continue advertising, continue doing whatever you are doing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. With time, it will come a time when people will start trusting buying. you people and buying. Start, yes, yeah. Yeah, so uh, thank you very much for that. So that was MJ Major Chipato. So I'll also put in her links for all her businesses that she has and also the foundation. If you want to be um, a part, you want to um, donate something or if you want to get the amazing shoes as well. There's so many selections, a huge selection of sizes, beautiful colors for everyone. And also hair. She has amazing hair, amazing clothes. She has everything for everyone. So I'll be putting down the link. So MJ, thank you so much for being on my podcast and um i wish you the best in everything you're already doing well so i just wish you even more may god bless you even for the job that you're doing you and your team and for being such a kind um heart and you spoke like a true businesswoman so thank you very much thanks Natasha. all right so this week on this hashtag we are actually finding or looking for hashtags that have to do with this week's topic which is financial literacy and i chose that i should be finding posts that have to do with the hashtag hashtag finance and it was quite interesting and i'm going to read five i'm going to pick up five like always and then read them out loud okay so the first um, post i came um, across which is random of course was like money buys freedom not happiness 
I'm doing it for the freedom. Okay, so this is basically someone who was actually explaining why they're working towards um, their business to earn money. They're doing it for freedom and not happiness, which actually makes sense because most of us, we think that money is all about happiness but it's more of freedom if you think about it you do not have to worry about certain things you don't have to um do too many jobs at a certain time but if you've got money you have the freedom to do whatever you want so with freedom you already have the happiness but with happiness you don't necessarily have freedom well this is what i think you you're free to let me know what you think as well and then for number two the second random hashtag um it led me to using credit the right way will make you rich this is very very important it's quite similar to what we talked today um in around us within us we were talking about how credit can actually be one of the things that can um, lead to your downfall but using it the right way will obviously make you rich so nowadays banks have financial managers we have people over youtube on the internet um, who can advise you on how to use your money or how to manage your money so these days really you don't really have an excuse to say um um, i don't know i could find someone who can help me really there isn't and okay so this um third um random post that i picked went like watch this watch tv after work blow money on material items pay bills repeat or spend time learning reading investing and growing businesses after work pay bills and save to invest and repeat so um the head topic was majority mindset and this was someone who was trying to explain two choices that you have um that you have after work you can ever uh, you can either watch tv after work blow your money on material items that are not necessary you can pay your bills and repeat that cycle or you can spend time learning investing into businesses trying to grow your knowledge pay your bills and invest and repeat that cycle this was pretty straight to the point and you don't need any financial expert to really tell you the reasons why it's out there it's self-explanatory and then the fourth hashtag um, post I picked was the hardest part about investing is being patient. This is very, very true. I feel like if you're investing in something, um, you need to be very patient to see um, your investments grow into something that's going to give you back more than what you invested in. It's it's all about um, patience. It's all about understanding what invest investing is so i would advise that if people want to invest they should always know what they're investing in how long it will take them to actually see the seeds from that investment and be able to overcome the temptation to pull out or temptation to stop because oh i've been investing but i've not been getting anything back i think i'm wasting my money um things like that so that's the hardest part so this is what this post was actually talking about and there were so many comments there that um, people actually putting out there why some of them pull out of investing and also there were people who are actually giving testimonies on how they've been able to overcome this and this was really really interesting and the last um, post that i picked was stop buying material items to impress people and start investing in your financial future this is really really critical this is really important because 
with how social media has become a very big part of our lives these days some of us we're always posting pictures in these brands with these cars within these houses in these hotels in these planes with them nails and those wigs and we are more into investing time into um, impressing people like oh look what i have now look what i can do now look what i'm driving now look the life i'm living now but what does your bank say about that does your bank have the um, chance to actually go out there and be confident enough to say oh hey look at me you know um so it's my wish that people would try to stop buying material items to um, impress people and just invest in your financial future i mean it's nice it's nice of course to brag that you got this and that once in a while it's okay if you got that kind of amount um in your account then sure go ahead inspire us you know slay us let us see you but if your account is not agreeing with you then why not sit down chill and invest first and then yeah let's see your lavish life anyways um so this is what we had for hashtag and then next week you're probably gonna have another hashtag that has to do with whatever topic that i'll have for you guys and now Okay, guys, so for her quote of the week, which is coming from yours truly, Natasha Gambangera. Remember, you can always head over to my um, Instagram, which is her underscore breathing underscore journal, and you'll find some quotes that I write from here and there. And this week's quote is linked to today's um, topic, which is financial literacy, and it goes like, Wine and dine with positive minds. Um... I think it is crucial that people, um, even from a young age, always try to play, to associate, to always interact and exchange ideas with people who make your life um, better. Not only better in terms of um, lifestyle, anything, but even the way you think, the way you engage with people, the way you tackle life's problems, and also the way you think about life and try to um, lead your life into the best way possible so wine and dine with positive minds was inspired by me with the few friends that i have that have always made a positive impact in my life it might be um, through talking to them it might be through associating with them it might be through exchanging ideas and always being around those kind of people i'm a person who really has a small circle and that small circle actually seems big for me because what they um make me become or what they um input into my mind is very very um it's very it's something i cannot value it's invaluable right not something that i can put a price on um so that's something that's really special so this is what i was trying to put out there that it doesn't matter you have one or two friends but if those one or two friends are always there to have your back always there to give you ideas always there to help you with solutions and um, help you grow spiritually mentally physically then these are the people that you need to be whining and dining with these are people that you need to be associating with more so this is our quote of the week for more you know what to do
Okay, so for this week's journal entry of the week, um, since we are talking about um, financial literacy and anything to do with money, planning, savings, investments, I decided that the journal entry of this week is to try to write down a tip, write down any tip that you have learned from someone or that you have heard from me and try to implement it in your financial savings or financial budgeting if you didn't have it already. Also try to write down ways in which you could deduct any other um, spendings that are not necessary. Right, so that is my journal entry of the week and I hope that it's going to help you. If you also have any suggestions, you know what to do. Send in your voice messages, send in your suggestions and let's get to hear what kind of tips you have. So for this week's Let's Be Real story, um, actually before we head into that, I want to let you know um, if last week's story was real or not. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, please do head over to my last episode and find out um, what story I read out for you guys. And here I am revealing that that story is actually real. That was real. Um, because both the parents confirmed that, yes, um, she actually sold it and then she found it at a yard sale. So yeah, again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, so head over to the last episode and find out out and for this week's let's be real story um it's still in line with um this week's topic which is financial literacy and um this story it's about a lady who has been saving money drastically and um let's find out how she's been doing it so here she says that um, it says that a money saving student has revealed exactly how she's been living um, by spending just five pounds on food for a week and she says that with the right plan anyone can do it so her name is poppy bar who's um, 23 years old same age she decided to challenge herself to see if she could get by um, with a budget of just one pound a day for all her meals Oh my goodness. But she also wanted to eat healthy, nutritious food. Is that even possible? The premise of my challenge was simple. Poppy told money-saving website Vogo. I wanted to save as much money as I could whilst um, uh, wasting as little food as possible, spending only five pounds in the process. I decided that as much as I needed to be economical, I also wanted to make meals that tasted good and gave me some nutritional value, which is why I picked up the stock cubes for flavor and soya milk, which, I, which is fortified with vitamins. Wow, she's pretty smart. I think she learned sciences or something. I mean, I could never figure that out. For the most part, I was pretty happy with my choices. I stayed with um, own brand items um, as these were a lot cheaper than the more well-known brands. This reduced my cost um, very uh, well, she said. So this is exactly like one of the tips that I gave you earlier, like trying to buy... um, normal branding than you know expensive well-known brands is always a cheaper option and she she goes on to say that because of her restricted budget poppy admitted that her meals were quite repetitive which could be very very um bad and you could end up losing your appetite but she tried her best to switch it up where she could i even attempted a homemade pizza one night using blended oats and water for a base wow 
pasta sauce and frozen vegetables honestly not as bad as it sounds and okay i can actually see the picture right now and i'll leave you a link so that you guys can go find out so the link is mirror.co.uk so you can go and find out um and see the amazing uh, meal that she made out of this little money she was using i also made um, homemade cookies that were pretty successful using a mashed banana peanut butter and oats which helped satisfy my cravings for snacks during um, the day wow 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 overall i found the week challenging but the but in ways that i didn't expect the savvy students say that the secret is to stock up on cheap staples and always remember to create a meal plan. I'd recommend shopping around for the best deals. I'd rely on cheap staples such as pasta and planning meticulously for the week. There is no way I'd have had enough food for over five days if I hadn't put so much thought into my meals beforehand. Okay, so guys, she's giving it to you here. You just need to plan very well because you need to mind your health, mind your health. If you're someone who's really, who's maybe diabetic, I don't think this is really for you. But if you're someone who's able, you don't have any kind of um, conditions that could actually put your health at risk, this is something you could do if you want to save extra money. So this is what we had for Let's Be Real. And then next week, I'll review if this is actually true or not. Yeah, it might be fake. It might be true. It might be biased. So tune in next week to find out if this is real. I'd like to take this time to say thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every one of you who listened, who shared, and who sent in a message. I was pretty worried that no one was going to get back to me because your feedback means a lot to me. Thank you very much. So I'm going to read some of the messages, three of the messages that I received, and I was smiling throughout. I was really smiling. I was really happy so thank you thank you thank you the first message that i received was from rejoice who um, got in touch with me from belvedere and she says natasha i had been discussing this just a week ago with my mom and i had already had plans like move out find a job and become an independent woman but then with covid19 i found myself stuck with my mom and dad again and i was asking my mom what should i do and when i heard about your podcast i really didn't feel too bad about myself anymore because i knew that it's not only me who was in the situation and that god has a plan for everyone and everything and every time so i really enjoyed your podcast thank you can't wait for next week's episode thank you very much rejoice thank you very 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 much i really appreciate that and i hope you're gonna enjoy this week's i hope you're listening though if you're listening please do let me know again i'll be very happy that you came back and listened and the second one is coming from a university student who's 25 years old and he didn't leave his name he just mentioned that he's a he and he's saying that natasha i had planned to actually propose to my um girlfriend but now um the plans just went down the drain because financially things took a huge turn around so i'm just trying to work it out and see how everything goes because we're planning to uh, move to another country but now with everything that's happened we had to postpone 
um okay so this is something that's i think affected a lot of people um i don't even know how people who got married did it i think they we have champions out there you know it's so hard to plan a wedding you need so much money so much moving around but you see so many people were able to do it so hey a non-sender a non-message sender i mean you can still do this and um i'm so happy and i'm actually glad to know that at 25 a guy is already you know having such plans for their loved ones it's really really nice okay and the last message was from tiffany and tiffany got in touch from south africa oh my god my show was way all the way in south africa i'm very happy and then she says that um thank you so much for your show it was very informative these days when you click on um any spotify platform all you hear is about relationships and stuff but you were talking about something that can be really life-changing so thank you for that and god bless you uh thank you very much tiffany and thank you so much i'm so happy that um even people from other countries are listening in and please do share 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 and let me know what other topics that you would want me to have on this show i'll be very very much open to that thank you so much guys for the messages i'm looking forward to more and i will be replying each and every one of you that i do promise thank you so much Thank you so much guys for listening in. Remember, if you do have any messages, any requests for topics or any message that you want to send to that special somebody, please do get in touch with me on my social media platforms. You can leave a message here or you can email me. You'll be able to find my email address in my links in my bios on Instagram at her underscore breathing underscore journal or tasha underscore danelle please do also leave your inquiries if you do have any advertisements we also do have a platform for that do not hesitate to get with me your host natasha danelle gambanjara so this is ciao for me babayam and take care